and you can press play. us harder, better, faster, stronger. Break it, harder, make it better, do it faster, makes us stronger, more than ever, power, faster, power, work is can only make me Congrats on the 20,000, you guys, really. Congratulations. Welcome to That That Don't Kill Me, a podcast about health, illness, and disability from the people who live it every day. I'm Jamie. And I'm Kendall. And welcome back, guys. Episode three. Episode three, season two. We're back. Yep. We're better than ever. Nope. (laughs) We're back, though. That's the important part. We're still kicking. We're still kicking. Existing, we're still living. Yeah. We weren't sure about it, but we're here, baby. We're here. And we're now 25% vaccinated, right? Yeah, we're 25% vaccinated. This is a 25% vaccinated podcast. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, That's, it's very exciting. Very Um, exciting. We have a lot to talk about this week. Um, We're going to focus the episode on dating in COVID. Dating in a pandemic. Which I think, um, given the fact that our episode on dating last time was one of our most popular, I think this is going to be a really enjoyable episode for everyone involved. Yeah. (laughs) Mostly because people just want to be voyeurs and hear about our juicy details. Yeah, Um, they want to hear disclosures. And let me tell you, the juice is definitely worth the squeeze. <laughs> um, but before we get to that, pain, pain scale. scale. Do you, um, first? you know what? Sure. I had a atrocious week. Um, my pain scale is probably a nine. It was absolutely garbage. So last week I updated you all that I hurt my foot. I'm pleased to say that my foot is no longer hurt. Yay. Yay. Golf claps for that. So exciting. Um, I can walk again. Amazing. We love to see it. Um, I had a minor freak out that my eyes were fucked up, (laughs) for lack of a better word. So I did go to the ophthalmologist, which I haven't gone in since I was uh, in uh, elementary school and tried to convince everyone that I needed glasses because I thought they were cute. Um, <laughs> it didn't work. They you were just, like, you just pretended like, to not be able to see. I did this thing where I just like relaxed my eye muscles so I would see double. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, I'm seeing double. And so my mom took me to the eye doctor. I thought I was going to get glasses. And they were like, no, what you need to do is exercise your eye muscles. So I had to do these like, I had to do these like PT level eye exercises. And I was like, this is not what I, I don't have any problems, guys. I just made it up. <laughs> yeah. Usually writing glass, glasses is not, they're not prescribed for double vision. Yeah, usually well, you think something much more serious is going on. I like, didn't know that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I hadn't been since then. Um, and anyway, I think I'm not really sure what's going on. I think there's like something kind of going on, but um, I was fully convinced that I was like having a really serious problem and um I was not. (laughs) I was definitely not having... I might have had a serious anxiety problem, but maybe Mm. not a serious medical problem. Um, And although I guess anxiety is medical, so scratch that. But um, my eyes are perfect still, Mm. um, which is great. And whatever I'm experiencing, I think is pretty... uh, They say it's relatively innocuous and they don't really know why it happens and they don't really know if it gets worse or better or will go away or whatever it's like a lot of like light sensitivity and light like refraction stuff Mm, and um 
Yeah, just like visual, like sometimes I get like some visual snow. Yeah, I think they call it right. Um, I think it's it can be triggered by screens, which I was gonna say. Does it something yeah. to do with the fact that we're all that you're going from I, little screen fr- to big from screen like to medium screen? screen. To, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in just circuitous fashion. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know actually. So I'm trying to just like not think too hard about it anymore because i think i was also like you know when you like get in your brain and you're like wait am i seeing as well as i was seeing and then you like forget how you used to see Mm. i don't know i just was i was i honestly i hadn't been outside of the house and because of my foot in like a week Mm. so and it's been super cold here and we're just in endless pandemic mode and i think i was just kind of honestly kind of losing it Mm. so that was not a fun experience but then i got the covid vaccine and while i was really nervous that was gonna fuck up my lime it has been fine um i got so i got the moderna first dose on friday at 4 p.m i would say originally felt totally fine um you know kind of felt like i had the flu shot As the night progressed, my arm got more and more sore. The next day, I woke up in the middle of the night, and my arm was very, very sore. And then I would say all Saturday, my arm was like, I cannot move it. It is so sore. Mm. Um, And that's not normal for me. Like, getting the flu shot, it's never that sore. Right. But um, I think it's just, like, inflammation, that kind of thing. Also, I had a bad headache and um at the end of the day i just (laughs) i just felt i felt shitty like i just felt crappy and like just so tired and i started crying (laughs) and my Mm. mom was like i think you just like don't feel well from the vaccine kendall (laughs) i was like yeah (laughs) Yeah. and then i took some tylenol and i felt way better Mm -hmm. so i think uh, I think I was feeling a little bit sick from the vaccine. Yeah, it wasn't enough to make me be like, "Oh, this is the vaccine." Um, but it was kind of like, "What else would it have been?" But maybe? I was just like, "I feel so run down. I feel so mm. like, like kind of like an achiness, I'd yeah. say, mm. but not, um, you know." It could be like a day on your period, you know. I mean, I guess you don't know, but sure, no, um, of course, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? It's not. It wasn't like crazy. I wasn't experiencing yeah. like crazy symptoms, right. and my Lyme like did not act up at all. So that's great. That's great. Uh, dose two, here we come, and um, I think that will be a doozy. That's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. I've also heard. I have a friend who got the first dose recent not too long ago and basically had sort of what you described like the achiness and then like tiredness was a big thing yeah as well. yeah i mean i went to bed at 9 30 mm-hmm. because i was exhausted right yeah <laughs> but i also had an exhausting week and so i thought you know maybe it was just that i don't know who who cares it's yeah, over there's, there's also the mental buildup yeah. of a year of being like is there yes. going to be a vaccine? Yes, and the anxiety get? about the yeah. vaccine. Right, yeah. I mean, many a nights I had woken up in the middle of the night looking for a vaccine, trying right. to get that vax. So, right. yeah, I, I think ultimately it was um, much better than I had anticipated, much easier than I anticipated. Yeah. Um, and I'm so happy that I'm on the other side of the first dose. So, here we are. Uh, but altogether, very much hoping for a better week again. <laughs> what yeah. about you, Jamie? Um, my no physical pain. My my mental pain scale is pretty good because as of twenty four forty eight hours ago, I have now been invited by the Into state the of New club. York. I've been invited by the state of New York for the opportunity <laughs> to spend the next three to four weeks refreshing a website, <laughs> refreshing a government website. Yes. Um, Cuomo listened to the last episode. I mean, he, yeah. Yeah. Obviously. He loved it. He um, loved it. He's... Yeah, he listens he to the, the podcast. <laughs> I heard... 
everyone was telling me to change the eligibility. And I said, who cares? <laughs> but then I listened to the podcast. Um, so, yeah, they announced, like, very randomly, kind of out of nowhere on Friday, I guess, Thursday mm-hmm. or Friday, yeah. um, that they were going to open it up to people with certain conditions starting on the 15th. Mm-hmm. Which, like, so it was basically finishing the conversation that we mentioned last week. They had started a couple weeks ago when they had like he had slipped randomly in like one of the press conferences and then his secretary of state i guess Mm -hmm. that's you have a secretary of state when you're the governor um you do like followed up and said we're working on it and then that this is basically like that several weeks later um and so they've released the list uh and so uh, you know i didn't i didn't expect this to happen I think I said that on last week's episode. I didn't expect them to. I thought the ship had kind of sailed. I was expecting like March or April, like the website originally said. Are those your glasses? Um, I was trying on. I'm so sorry. I'm like interrupting. <laughs> um, these are my fake, like I think ten dollar Amazon blue light glasses, mm. and uh, they don't fit. And also, I don't know if they actually really work. Mm. So I did. I did buy some proper blue light glasses to make like, the screen look better. Yeah, just to like help my eyes, like help a girl out. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, sorry. I like. I feel like I really interrupted you. No, with no, my... it's it's fine. Um, but yeah. So... Although I honestly, I just put glasses on my face and you reacted. So I think it's really your problem. I, it is my <laughs> problem. I did. I was easily distracted. Um, so yeah, they, I didn't expect this to happen. They released this uh, starting February 15th, um, which really means starting February 15th, we can, like I said, scour the websites for several weeks until something yeah. shows up. Because, I mean, even now, like none of the websites in New York have any appointments, um, at least in the city. Um, yeah. But so the conditions, they... so It's so a lot. It's, it's a big a list. It's a big list. Um, it's not just people in a technically immunocompromised state, you know, people on immunosuppressants. It's a lot of major conditions. Um, notably or noticeably, they excluded, I think, one of the big question mark ones, which is on the CDC list, which is smoking. And I th- there's been a lot of argument and debate over that. I think the main reason they excluded it is because if you allowed smoking in New York specifically as the as a require as a eligibility factor that's you're basically that's the entire state it's like that's everyone really at that point. I mean it's like healthy people who smoke is a huge well, okay. contingent in New York City. this is controversial mm. but like I also saw that they include like BMI qualifications mm. and I think that's all similarly like I don't know. To me, yeah. it falls in a similar category. I, yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough. I also think there's like difference. There are differences. In, there are differences. There, there are, are differences between those. There are also differences in BMI categories. There's also the implication that someone is necessarily on like sick or unhealthy because their BMI is a certain. Well, my whole thing is like if people have a high BMI and they have one of those qualifications, or if like. You know what I mean? They have like right. a illness, you know, then it's like they would just qualify because of the illness. They would just qualify anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, it's, it's tough. It's a, it's a tricky thing. I also think, yeah, like a, a BMI of 30 is, and people, you know, the B, BMI is like a very problematic. Uh, yeah. Problematic um, indicator. Indicator. But a BMI of 30, like, that's that includes a good amount of people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's right. what I, I guess what I would say is it's not a small list. It's not it's not a small list for it's, sure. It, it, I think it's like a, a huge group of people. It's a huge right. Huge group of people. Yes. And um much bigger than any other groups we've had thus far, I believe. Yes, which is why I don't think I mean, I think a couple things. You you've already narrowed down the the 
<clears throat> you've made this list smaller than it would have been already by having a couple months of uh 65 and up 75 yes and up. yes i agree um, because as we talked about last week that's also there's a lot of intersection mm-hmm. um, between those groups uh but yeah once this is open there's it's going to take a long time a long time to get, to get these list. people like um, july maybe yeah I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. It just it feels really long to me. We keep get we keep hearing all this stuff about more doses being opened up, and you know, we I love to get like some hard info at some point because I keep hearing different things. But like, like heart issues between heart issues and kidney issues, it's and re- in remission cancer. I mean, right, it's the whole right. city. <laughs> well, I I even think about like congenital heart disease which is technically what i have and then there's diseases underneath that and there's probably i think the number is like i don't know two million adults that have some form of um congenital heart disease but there it's such a broad spectrum right there's people who have a hole in their heart that's fixed when they're three and then never have any other issues and that's a heart condition and then you're on this list. Um, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Hypertension, like that's a lot of people have hypertension. A lot of older people have hypertension. Um, Is hypertension? How do you measure that? It's high blood pressure. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, but I wasn't sure. Also, like um, asthma. Tons of people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm saying is like, this is not a small list. This is not a small this list. This is a big list. Not, it's a big list, definitely. Um, I'm grateful to be on it, but it's it's going to be rough getting through this. I Basically, what, what I said last week was like, they have to be ready for the fact that this is nearly everyone. Not only because I mean, it's a I've, I've seen appointments list. open at Yankee Stadium, though. Those are Bronx only. Oh, really? Yes, uh, those are Bronx oh. residents. Well, that's um, good. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that <laughs> because, they're because, because, like, honestly, white people are taking over all the appointments everywhere anyway. Right. So, yeah. yeah, there's there's been reports of that in like Upper Manhattan as well, and I'm glad that there's they're attempting to do some sort of control on that um, because, yeah, you just have like a ton of people going to going to Yankee Stadium and taking all those appointments. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, pregnancy. Okay, so, like, my thing is, yeah, this is a big list, and there's really no way, there's not going to be a way for them to vet this. The only vetting that exists is people's own anxiety about possibly being caught. Well, Um, I mean, okay, I, like, I have a doctor's letter, like, my transplant program sent us all letters that said, please vaccinate this person who has an immunocompromised, is in an immunocompromised state, basically. Right. Transplanted I'm, on this date, like... You definitely can do that. I th- What I'm thinking is... I don't think they'll do the that. The city is going to do that. Yeah. Um, also, because that will leave out people who might qualify but don't see a regular physician. Um, well, that's another part of the system that's broken. Right, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is going to go on forever. I don't think... My guess is they're not going to add any groups, any mm-hmm. more groups. No, the, for, next, the next group is everyone, I believe. Yeah, and it's... Pro- maybe they'll do another... I mean, they've just added restaurant workers and cab drivers and grocery workers. My guess is maybe they'll expand, you know, all... Um, hourly workers like uh frontline hourly workers at some point so that you make sure you're also getting like uber drivers who don't have a tlc license yeah um but other than that honestly even like people who do hair and nails like they have to go to work like it's open salon workers you know like bookstores that are open things like that yeah um but yeah i think you're right i think this is probably going to be the last change until they open it to everyone um because this is going to let in so many people and they're just not going to be able to be able to i think i think we have to prepare ourselves for weeks of articles about how 
this part of the rollout is a disaster. I mean, we've had that for every part of it. Yeah. But I think we're gonna about we're about to get like a new wave of I mean conversation about how this rollout is a disaster. Jamie, I will do everything I can to help you get a vaccine because I know it's gonna be so frustrating. Um and I'm also just like so grateful I don't you don't need have to it. <laughs> run into this melee. Honestly it's such a relief to just get the appointment. And then once you have the appointment, you just like breathe. You're like, okay, oh, right. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Right. You know, although I was talking to my, I was talking to my therapist because like weeks and weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, he was like, oh, I like, I got an appointment because I'm a healthcare worker. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, oh yeah, I never got it. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? And he was like, yeah, I was one of those who had an appointment and they ran out and they canceled my appointment. And like, I never, they never rescheduled it. Oh no. Um, but he was also like, I, at this point, he wasn't trying very hard to like get another one. He was like, yeah, it's, I'll, I'll be fine. Like, I'll wait a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think hopefully my my um, concert buying skills, which have been my concert ticket uh, skills, which have been dormant for 12 months now, will come into <laughs> come, come back into use. Um, honestly it's all about those secret codes it's all about the secret codes yeah uh it's all about getting in at eleven fifty nine. So yeah that's when you start refreshing um yeah yep. check check reddit reddit has the code sometimes um the fan <sighs> clubs uh it's so messy it's just gonna yeah it's just gonna be refreshing for like four weeks there are there are um resources now there are like uh homemade websites that regular people have made that are bots that like auto check the pages as a public service and they blast them out to twitter and say like here's where the appointment like four appointments just became open at this location like if you need one go here which i think is a nice public service i wish that didn't that we didn't need that um yeah i mean honestly the first appointment i got was march 26th Right, I but I'm gonna have to can I'm gonna have to cancel that. So I would love to just get like a March 26th on the books and just feel that I have it at some point. I wish and that then, I could like, just like give it to you. Transfer- no, it'll it's it's uh I'll I'll get something like that. I think when they open it up, I'll take like an April or something and then just keep refreshing. And yeah, something. once you get something, then you can just kind of like work Check. for better. Yeah. Right. But so that's, yeah, that's where I am this week. I'm glad to be on the list. Um, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll keep you posted. Definitely. As, as this podcast gets more vaccinated. We'll keep you yeah. 25% down. Yeah. 75% to go. Yeah. We'll get there. We will get there. Exciting. Very exciting. So should we get to our topic of the week? Yeah, I'm nervous about this. (laughs) (laughs) I know that people like it because it's it's juicy, but Mm -hmm. it also is harder for it's harder to talk about because it's also like if you actually want to talk about something that's ongoing or current, then it's uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah, I think we can insert the disclaimer, which I think we gave last time which is no current or uh, future partners are allowed to listen. Yeah, no one... <laughs> Spoiler alert now. Yeah, no one listening. who's remotely romantically interested in me should listen to this. Thank Turn you. Turn this off, yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. So. Do we want to just start with our feelings about pandemic dating in general? Sure. Of course, now it's all about Zoom dating. For me, it's just too awkward. So I've been having raw dog sex with strangers in the park. Outside, with air, you're fine. So here's my hot take. I think that pandemic dating, while it sucks, Mm -hmm. because, um, and I'm going to specifically say pandemic app dating, because I don't think that right now that's all we have. I mean, unless you 
meet someone, happen you happen to know someone already that you develop a relationship with, mm-hmm. you meet someone in a park and a f- from a friend of a friend, like that is just it's so much less opportunity to meet someone naturally in a pandemic. Like yeah. it's mostly apps. Yeah. At least in the world your, that I operate in. <laughs> your swabs touch in the testing line. That's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> those are the meat cutes. Um and uh I think that while it's garbage and really hard and it's hard to not like see people and date in safety, it it feels to me a little bit easier because first off it creates this like equal playing field which i really like like we're both nervous about the pandemic we both are like having to deal with this obstacle that is um beyond our control right i think that is really helpful um happening to everyone yeah and i usually feel like i have a lot of challenges that are just unique to me in dating Mm -hmm. and um so that's helpful I think the other part of it is it's slower and it allows you to have like actual conversation with people before any there's any expectation of anything. And I guess like for me, that makes it much more comfortable because I'm actually getting to know someone before I'm like the decision to like kiss someone is so much more serious in COVID Mm. than than the decision would be otherwise sure and i think that that just like puts i'm in dating right now i'm looking for like a a real relationship and so i think it puts a little bit of a filter on that and says like okay well anyone who's willing to virtual date is looking for something like that too because if you're not gonna virtual date and you're just going to like hook up like you're going to hook up anyway because COVID or no COVID. Like if that's what you're going for, you're just going for that, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But um, like with strangers, I mean, mm-hmm. um, as like a first date option. Um, yeah. But I feel like there's like a natural progression from virtual date. Well, oh, well, maybe we'll do a, one virtual date. See if we like each other enough to see each other in person. Then we see each other in person. But we're not like doing risky behavior because we don't know if we don't know if the person's worth the risk yet i guess that's how i've seen it and how i've seen it play out for my friends how it's played out for me and in some ways like i think that that can be really nice yeah so you so you like the the sort of the time it allows the space it allows uh, i'm not saying that i prefer it i'm saying that it's i found that there are some pros yeah sure um it it takes off some pressure mm -hmm. that whether in a normal time is implicit or explicit is still something that you feel yes and in this case it's you you feel less of that Mm -hmm. in this this, uh, yeah i feel less of that and i feel like more um able to just get to know someone yeah yeah so that's totally fair um and then the flip side of it is that it sucks because i'm currently in chicago and i'm my had my app set to new york um Mm -hmm. because obviously like i'm coming back and that really sucks because i'm not coming back soon enough basically Mm -hmm. like i feel nervous about how long something is virtual and how to keep something right. virtual interesting and right. um, lively. Have you found, have you been, and if you don't want to talk about specifics, that's fine. Um, but have you been like pursuing I'm anything? actively, I'm actively virtually okay. going on dates. And has anything gotten to the point where it's like, okay, there's like a make or break. We have to figure out like what the logistic, what are we doing? What's the logistics here? Um, moving this to another well so i okay i'll i'll say a a couple there's been different periods of times of like Mm -hmm. quarantined for me and i think for you too but in the early quarantine um in the beginning of all this i was i was app dating i was virtually dating 
I never met any of the people that I went on virtual dates with. Mm -hmm. Then in the summer, I went on, I went on dates with um, three different people, um, multiple dates with all of them, mm -hmm. um, and in person, in person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, one was an, a doctor at a hospital, so that mm -hmm. was like the worst scenario because mm -hmm. he was like constantly exposed to covid mm -hmm. um the other two were not um and i would say that the one i the the like mo more more recent one the most recent one was like a fall prospect or like a late summer prospect that like then kind of got totally interrupted by lime uh limegate right. 2020 um right. which was disappointing mm -hmm. and i think it just was not really gonna work because i then left for a really long time yeah um and then then i restart then i took a hot long break mm -hmm. um and then i restarted app dating at the beginning of the new year and uh now i've gone on a significant number of virtual dates and a significant tipping number tipping point number with one person mm -hmm. and i'm frustrated <laughs> yeah. because i i like want want to be in person obviously right. and i know i mean i'm 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 a bit choosing my situation because I'm going to go away for three weeks to an Airbnb with my parents. And then I'm going to uh, get my second dose and then hopefully get back to New York somewhere in mid-March. Mm -hmm. And that is, that's still, it's quite a long, like quite a decent amount longer to sure. go. And we've been talking since the end of, the first time we messaged on an app was the end of December. Gotcha. Now, if you were in the same city today, mm -hmm. what do you think you'd be comfortable doing? That's a good question. So I was outdoor dining in the summer. Mm -hmm. I didn't kiss anyone. Mm -hmm. um, no one like kind of made it to that level for me when I was seeing people in person. Um, you know, I think like, depending on if they were willing to get tested and like, you know, do the whole like, don't see anyone kind of thing um, and test and be really kind of strict, then I would potentially see them inside with no masks on. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that that would only happen now at the point I, where I'm at right now. Interesting. Do you think <laughs> the length of by by But they know the person that I'm talking about, they know that I am they saw the scene in not bad LOL mm. uh, Reddit and that was like <laughs> a lot of disclosure. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um and so they know and I think I think they're just like down to like yeah. continue and just like I think they're enjoying it and I'm enjoying it so we're like why change like it sucks but like why change it right I think I think so far it seems like we're both invested in in getting this to the point where we're gonna see each other in person gotcha gotcha so now so you said you don't think you're not sure if you'd feel that way if if it weren't at this point in the pandemic, do you think that has to do? Oh, I not in the point this point in the pandemic. This point in the kind of like dating process. Oh, interesting. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, like, okay. I feel like at this point, it's been three virtual dates. It's been like um over a month of texting. Huh. 
so that feels of, yeah it's the amount of time and effort in the yeah that feels like situation. oh i feel like i'm actually getting to know this person yeah yeah and you feel like they're not they're they're they understand the stakes and they're in for something i think they understand the stakes yeah yeah, yeah. okay and I asked this person, this is like a lot of information. Um, I asked this person, what are you looking forward to in February? And he's like, or in your life. And he's like, well, February is absolutely going to suck. But I'm definitely looking forward to the fact that you're getting vaccinated. Nice. And I was like, all right, <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Um, That's very sweet. That, that was like a good, that felt like a good sign. Yeah. Um, and that they like understood that me getting vaccinated was really important to the cause. <laughs> to, to the cause of eventually uh, being indoors, mask yeah. off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that, that, okay. Uh, yeah, now I get to awesome. grill you. <laughs> okay. Well, so I want to start, I want to present the counterpoint argument mm -hmm. to online date, to Zoom dating. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, to start with. I definitely hear what you're saying about sort of the general larger vibe of dating mm -hmm. during covid i i definitely see some of the benefits there for me mm -hmm. zoom dating is abhorrent why i find it awful i don't enjoy it i mean it's awkward but so is every first date that's not yeah that's not the issue i have with, with okay it. my issue is almost that it is not awkward enough. My issue is that Zoom dating removes some of the um, essential, uh, like, unnameable qualities of in-person dating. Some of the um, spontaneity and the uh, atmosphere of like sitting across from another person and being nervous about um, like uh, how you're coming off and if you're saying the right thing and like, yeah, that's all there on the zoom, but like there, there's this, there's this, um, this is like a really corny way to say it, but it's almost like when you're sitting across from someone on an actual date, there is a charge in the air that you can both experience in the air between you. And that does not <laughs> exist on zoom. I went, okay. On, yeah. Really? Does it not exist on zoom? You can't find any kind of chemistry, any kind of like good banter, good vibe. I'm not saying like, none of that exists. I'm feelings yes, it, of flirtation, it, it like does. emanating like that, that in the exists, air. But there's a key ingredient that is, that is removed. Well, the physical part is off obviously yeah but even if you're not like say you're not touching on a regular date no i know i just mean like the physical like yeah the physical presence basically that's what, that's what i'm saying and i'm not saying yeah i'm not saying it it means that you can't it that sucks <laughs> it adds a dimension i went yeah on, totally i went on one and I'll, I'll confess i only went on one zoom date because i disliked it so much okay um and it wasn't because of this person this person was lovely um and there was actually stuff we were getting we were like a group we had chemistry and there was jokes like banter and stuff but it was just i was missing that ingredient and to me it felt like too like someone made two hostage videos call each other like that's what it, what it felt like. Jamie, to that's me. terrible. That like it was just I was like I am so mm. aware of what I am missing, and I recognize that this that might just be me. Um, but I'm really looking forward to like awkward first dates in a in a bar someday in the future. Um, so that's yeah. that's that's the the you know Zoom date portion of my feelings. Um, I have been dating otherwise mm -hmm. um and how did you meet this person the apps um i definitely agree with you that uh th there's little there's little that can be done about meeting people in person mm -hmm. um okay unless, so tell me more yeah so we started talking in oh, i don't know where time is now um the summer, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and after like 
a few weeks of talking, we decided to do a park date. Um, okay. And that went well. And then there was another park date and another park date. And then kind of got to the point where um, we were asking, like, you know, sort of, sort of what what comes next here mm-hmm. um and had some very awkwardly explicit conversations about the logistics of what we were talking about um explicit as in like okay. making making the uh implied into the uh the overt okay i'm going to need i'm going to need a little bit more than that what do you mean if you're willing to Disclose. Oh, so, I mean, so we had so we had conversations about like, um, so, are we gonna hook up? Yeah, like that? do I do I kiss you at the end of a, like when okay. do we get to that point? Are we gonna be in the other's apartment at some? Are we going so very very planned? Like, like, yeah, stuff that you would like rather be kind of like fluid, spontaneous. Yeah, yeah, yeah it would be very planned. Yes, and I think I mean it got to a point where we were we were like talking about planning it i think um, that that's i think that that's most people actually yeah no it's it's based it's similar to what mm-hmm. you're talking about and for the same reasons like i i needed to talk about it um i needed mm-hmm. it to be explicit for for my safety and for theirs um but they i feel like people have said like uh, you know covid testing is like the new like STI. No, yeah. Like, oh, no, have totally you been is. tested? You know, no, it, that it kind absolutely of thing. Is. Um, and so she she was taking she is and was taking it very seriously. Um, and I think like from the beginning, uh, independent of me, and I think that played a pretty significant role in escalating it and escalating the situation. Cool. Um, I think if it was someone who was like more lax about it. I would have been less comfortable. Um, yeah. Uh, so that escalated at a certain point, and we've been seeing each other for a few months now. And every time we see each other, it's or just about, depending on what we've been doing, it's like, um, are we getting tested? Are we both getting tested? Which one of us is getting tested? Who has done what since we last saw each other? Mm-hmm. Um and that's a part of the conversation. Do you feel mm-hmm. comfortable that they understand the like significance of it to you? Y- yes, definitely. And like to the, they... to the point where they are more worried sometimes than I am. Okay. Like there's some because there's someone who is taking it so seriously in their own life. Got it. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. So that's that's been nice. Um, some of the things we're running into now are, so we've been seeing each other periodically in person for the past couple months. Mm-hmm. We're beginning to run out of activities, <laughs> which yeah. is yeah. another like logistic mm-hmm. aspect of dating mm-hmm. in this time is you hit a wall of what you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm. They've been first dose vaccinated. They'll be fully vaccinated soon. Mm-hmm. I'm hopefully going to get first dose vaccinated within a month, let's say, two months, March. Um, so my hope is that by April, let's say, the weather's nicer, we're both vaccinated, maybe we feel some comfort in expanding our uh, scope of activity a little bit. Um, can I ask you mm. if you were vaccinated and they weren't, how would you feel? About, about like changing what I'm doing? About like, like testing and not testing and yeah um that's a good question isolating and not isolating like i probably wouldn't i'd probably try to not change what i'm doing that much 
Um, it's also at this moment not that difficult for me. One, because I don't, I'm not like itching to go do a bunch of stuff. The weather's shitty out. No, but I guess like what I'm saying is like if they weren't vaccinated, but you were, mm-hmm. like, would you ask them to do the same exact stuff that they've been doing? Oh, if I've had of they, if have, have them do it. Um, well, that's what I mean. Like, if you were vaccinated and they weren't, like, would you still want them? Would to... I worry about the risk from from for them you. transmitting to me? Yes, I would probably loosen up a little bit. To be totally honest, uh, that I, I mean, th- this is like a selfish question. <laughs> um, I'm I'm trying to figure it out for myself. Yeah, honestly. I would I would probably say I don't. I'm not as worried about you getting tested every time you come see me because I do feel some level of protection by getting vaccinated. Yeah. I that's, mean, I'm going to know. That's what I would feel. I think I'm going to know my level of protection, which I think is like a really good data point. <laughs> because you can get your antibodies tested? Because I'm going to have my antibodies tested periodically. Yeah. In a way that's going to tell me a lot more information than most people have. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you know what I mean? Like, I still am like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to let that. Well, yeah. Is it a mental thing? down? Is it a mental thing at that point? More than mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I, and it yeah. might be, and it might be like something that I just am like, I'm sorry, can you get tested? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> to know? be totally honest, like I've even let the guard down a little bit since she got her first dose. I mean, like since the yeah. first dose, like technically Did she get Moderna or Pfizer? Moderna. Yeah, same. Um, so, since it, you know, whatever kicked in, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm even a little less worried because of that. It's like, yeah, I know I'm not protected, and I know there's still transmission risk. She's also not changing that much what she's doing, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I already feel like a little bit better. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it, I think it loosens up. The other, the last thing I'll add, and this is getting really personal, but I feel like it's relevant to the to the discussion. Um, in terms of like what dating in this time like allows for, mm-hmm. um, this whatever th- relationship situation with this person is um non-monogamous, and it's my first time doing something like that. Mm-hmm. but part of dating right now has for me has felt like there I feel some like flexibility in trying different uh things that I may not have why necessarily felt um I think the uh the the constraints on time i think are one thing um i mean some of the basically this person is non-monogamous and i started dating them mm-hmm. and then it was like okay do i want to be sort of a part of this and it was like yeah and i'm not really doing much else right now mm-hmm. but i'm kind of like seeing what that's like um kind of uh, because i don't i don't feel the pressure to be um i don't feel the pressure to be seriously dating to be totally on like really Mm -hmm. like i'm looking for a a relationship that's going to have expectations on it of you know escalation of some major kind um and it's like uh i don't know there's room there's time uh to explore that without without pressure i guess Okay. Cool. Yeah. So that's I don't know. That's one. Uh, I I am in I am in the uh, approving column. In the it sucks, but there's there are some benefits. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Just like a looser structure around dating. Yeah. It sounds like. Yeah, and to try like new things, whatever that might be. I mean, yeah. I, there's something about like the fact that we're living in this constant state of uncertainty and calamity to be like, you know what? 
I'm going to give this a try and that a try and things that I never thought I would give a try a try. Right. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it's like that. Yeah. I I think definitely think it's, it's something like that. It's also like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not like, I'm not going to experience some like dramatic shift in my day to day life right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's kind of, I have room to think about that and to try that. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, what else? What else is there? What else is there? Um, I, I, there might not be anything here, but something I've been interested in and in thinking about is, um, dating has, I mean, we have talked about COVID behaviors mm-hmm. and, um, compliance and mm-hmm. people taking things seriously or not taking things seriously. Mm-hmm. And to me, dating is an area where my own personal feelings about it have caused me to be a little kinder when I think about, or a little more lax when I think about people taking precautions or not taking precautions and i don't mean in my one-to-one scenario i don't mean with people i'm dating i mean in people in general because oh because it's hard (laughs) because it's hard to not date for a year or more yeah Yeah, Um, definitely and when you kind of extrapolate that to other areas i have i like i feel genuine sympathy when I think of people who say like, I can't be expected to do to not do X for a year, right? Um, and what is X, Jamie? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, people who say like I, I to be expected to not see my friends for a year or to not go to a party for a okay, year. Okay, got and there's it. Like, and there's different, right? There's different things for different people. Sure. Um, and I'm not saying that I approve of every behavior, mm-hmm. but I, especially when I think about dating. I uh, get a lot more uh, understanding to people who say, like, no matter what's going on, like, there is some uh, element to doing something that feels essentially human and necessary and part of living a life that if I'm trying to protect a life, it must be a life that's worth living. Sure. To some degree. Um, Yeah, I mean. dating, I really feel that. I think dating has been the one area that I I agree. Like I too feel a lot more kind of like I also think there's something about the one to oneness of it mm-hmm. that feels safer. You can you can control it a little bit more. Yeah, and I think that there are ways to do it responsibly, and I I honestly have no problem with that yeah. as long as it's done responsibly. Right. Right. And like between two you know, consenting individuals. Um, you know, I feel like it I, honestly, like I really don't care about people's behavior until it impacts other people. Until sure, it yeah. could impact other people. Yeah, right. So I really don't think that I care that much about, you know, a group of people constantly seeing each other inside when they're not doing that, they're not going then into into work and exposing their coworkers to unnecessary exposure. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. like, I think to me, it's like, I 100% think you can make your own individual choices and I'm totally fine with that and assess your own individual risk as long as you're only going to impact yourself and the people you're who are consenting to that behavior with you yeah but i just think that there are so many there's so many limitations around that Mm -hmm. that it really does carve a very very narrow little thing out um and i think dating on a in a one-on-one context is one of those is one of those carve outs like it's one of those super isolated experiences where two individuals are deciding like well, i mean i guess it's a little bit different in your case but like typically like two individuals mm-hmm. are deciding that like they're going to see each other right yes yeah no i agree with that i mean i think my counterpoint and i not that i believe this but the but the devil's advocate position i think is 
that there are some people who are really, really, really taking this seriously to a degree where they would make the argument that even a one-on-one sort of dating interaction has the potential to um, expose other people if you're traveling to see someone and then you pass it to someone on a train, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. But I, but I, but I agree with you. I mean, um, we can't control for the perfect. We can't, yeah, right. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm saying known exposures. Known exposure, yeah, right. Versus, like, I mean, pa- passing someone in a grocery store on a on a in a public transport kind of way i i mean i think that it's that gets really hard that right, gets really yeah. hairy right and especially because people have to do that stuff we, regardless like, yeah we might as well just you know create little bubbles for ourselves and never leave right. right because that's just too hard and like that's not even realistic like yeah it's impo- it's like literally impossible unless you stopped everyone from moving a hundred percent of the time right and so, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> but just, I agree I've, with you. I yeah. agree with you. It's like the one area where I'm like, my friends who are kind of more openly dating than I am. I'm like, you know what? I'm so excited for you. Tell me yeah. about your date. Right. <laughs> like, I guess, but like, I think, if they if they go over to their friend's house and like have a big group of people playing games or what whatever it is or drinking just for fun or whatever, I'm like, absolutely not. I think that's super irresponsible and and honestly like offensive. But right. but the uh uh the one on one dating, I'm like very much rooting for. Which I don't I I don't maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> someone I, I should correct right. me. I, if I'm I don't wrong. think I've I've another way I think about it is like, and I think everything you just said is correct and maybe explains why, but I found it interesting that like, there's a ton of stuff that, that people, um, even are in constant sort of debate about publicly about like what behavior is appropriate, blah, blah, blah. And like dating and like, even the idea that people are like still like single people are still having sex. Like that's not in a year maybe except for the very 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 beginning that's not even been a public conversation like there's been there's been basically no like public discussion pearl clutching about like are people sleeping together like are single people going like no discussion it's just basically implicit that we know that that's still happening right and there was a little bit of that. discussion. There was something that New York City put out that was like a poster well, there were the about the health department. Yeah. yeah, the health department the health put out that was like have sex um uh with a big barrier between you or with masks on and don't kiss. It's like I'm sorry. Glory holes are back, kids. That is, that is I mean, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. I was no, like, yeah, yeah, you can have sex just don't kiss each other. I'm like, right. okay, I'm sorry. Well, yeah. Transmission handles. That's that's not going to be <laughs> no sex then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I think like I think up. Uh, I think on the level of like the first week where they wanted to save the mask um, supplies and told people not to wear masks. I think um, fuck but don't kiss is up there as like the worst <laughs> public health <Yes>. advice <laughs> uh-huh. that's come out during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And and don't Definitely. kiss and you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was, mm, that was great. Yeah. So not, the the governments, the city governments, and the state governments did get into some of that, but I think they kind of have to put out things like that. Um, they have to like have some kind of guidance. <laughs> and, but yeah, there's been there's been no like it's not it's not like a it's not in the discourse. It's not a conversation that people Mm-mm. are having about, about the ethics of it. You know. Yeah. 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 I mean, look, so excited for this to all go back to normal because I would like to I would like to date yeah. <laughs> normally. I'd like to get on with life. Um, but I have enjoyed the lack of pressure that I've mm. experienced right in the pandemic. Like no one's yeah. trying to kiss me too soon. Right. <laughs> no is, one's I mean, yeah. No one's like I'm 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 just all of the things that to me are more uncomfortable like i don't like kissing on the first date i don't like i don't like the having the whole like let's meet in a bar oh you're not going to order a drink kind of thing like all of those things that make me uncomfortable on a first date 
even though I'm like very good at first dates, mm. um, I feel confident in saying that. Um, I, it's just, that's nice. It's been nice that that's been like kind of taken out of it Yeah, for me. Yeah. That's fair. So, um, yeah, I don't miss that part of it. Mm. And I really like, I don't know. Would I be able to get to know the person that I'm currently getting to know as well? I don't. I don't know. Maybe right. I would. Maybe I wouldn't. But like, would I? Would I have talked to them for like ten hours at this point total? Like just straight talking? I don't know. Right. Probably Cause maybe, not. Because maybe other people in a normal time feel that they have other options and they're going to see who's out there. I mean, there is. Right. There's another thing where it's like yes, people are taking it more seriously. Like kind of you have to be a little bit more committed to like one person at a time right and there, it's also unless like, you're an asshole <laughs> right the 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 like moving sidewalk of like dating in your 20s that's always there of like you feel like everyone around you is accelerating towards something right, right. whether it's marriage or moving in or well that's still series. happening i do it's, think it's still happening but maybe the pressure to feel like you are like in well, that, yeah, because you're like, well, I have a stream. big, big excuse. It's called COVID. <laughs> yeah, and I think for a lot of people, even who are still participating in that, the pressure, the implicit pressure, a social pressure of mm-hmm. everyone around you is like moving in some direction mm-hmm. is is less. I can and see so that. You, you can feel like I don't have to um, feel like I'm doing, you know, X Y Z on a timeline, and maybe that's. And maybe because of that, the, it's like, I don't have to f- juggle 10 people to see if I'm picking the right one. The like, flip side of that is that, um, the flip side of that is that we're losing like a hot year. That's true. That's true for, for, for us people in our twenties and, and, you know, like we're, we're losing like, like a, and honestly, also from a, <laughs> uh, like, people who can have babies standpoint Mm -hmm. it's a it's a year lost yeah on the baby point that's true yeah which i have to say is a very interesting turning point when all of a sudden you start getting egg freezing ads Mm. all over the place wow and like all of a sudden like that is something that you're like oh wow when does that have have to happen? Yeah. <laughs> like, d- does that have to happen? Like, and the ads uh, like Kendall, you've lost a year. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, d- I mean, there is some kind of timeline that right. has to happen, right? Because it does expire. <laughs> it does stop eventually? Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I think a little bit about that too. Is like, well, I've lost a year to this, so yeah. now I gotta really find someone, you know. Mm, interesting no pressure (laughs) so i would say that i might feel the opposite of you in the sense that like i feel like this is more pressure on yeah the dating thing to be successful quicker i mean yeah i i of course i mean it's put less it's put less pressure on dating and covid Mm-hmm. It's put more pressure on dating after yeah. COVID. Yeah, I, and I, you know, I'm not saying this on the same level, but like ha- having, I will come out of this also having lost a year, and yeah. maybe I'll feel differently on the other end of that if I'm like, oh fuck, now I'm older, and you know, what's the yeah, wh- where is this going? You know, totally. I think everyone feels that way at yeah. some level. Yeah. So, well, I think the Wellith won't run dry for me. I have no yeah, other I've, thoughts. I'm, to add really um but this has been fun and um i do i do really think that covid has like democratized um challenges in dating in an interesting way right yeah whereas i used to feel like it was just me and now it's everyone yeah yeah i I think i felt maybe we talked about this months ago i think i Early on, I wondered how long that would last. Like, if there would get to a point where, like, you and I, for example, would, would be have the... the same concerns, and everyone else would just kind of go back to what they were doing with respect to dating. Mm-hmm. But I think it's I think it's remained pretty much on mm-hmm. on the same level, which is nice. I don't think it's everyone, obviously, but I do think no. it's a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Because I, here's I, the thing: like, 
if not us, people have other people in their lives that they're trying to, if, if not themselves, right? Uh, people have other people in their life that they're trying to protect. Right. Yes. yes. So. Yeah. And, and maybe we already made this point, but like, because everyone is experiencing this, if you're someone who individually doesn't care or is flouting it, that. With it's dating, still, it's hard to find people who don't care. Right, that can only go so far because right. you are at the mercy of other people, the people you're trying to date, that what mm-hmm. they want to do, mm-hmm. what their comfortability is. So, um, um, I will say, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this. <laughs> I will say that someone I had been going on dates with prior to COVID starting at the end of 2019 didn't doesn't seem like he really took covid seriously went to florida for majority of the year then came back to new york got covid then went to i don't know like home for the holidays and then is back in florida and has found someone it seems from Mm. social media (laughs) and is living a a very big very loud very doesn't seem covid friendly life in florida Hmm. with said human interesting partner and i'm like okay that's one way to do it cool cool i have i i have heard of a friend of a friend who met someone who does not live on this continent and has been pursuing them in person during covid Okay, cool. So there are all kinds of ways to live your life. That's certainly a choice that you can make. (laughs) Okay, yeah. And with that, we'll leave you until next week. (laughs) All right. Bye, everyone. Can only make me stronger. I need.